Dooby doo doo doo. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. How come? Um, because you're not using the uh, right microphone. Yeah, but I haven't even uh, got in touch yet. As far as I know, I hadn't even rung you. Uh, you have rung me, <clears throat> and you're not using the right microphone. Oh, well, hang on. You, what was it? The codec. Both have to be on codec. There's two. Both have to be on codec. Codec. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Is that not on? That's on now. Yeah. Well, there we are. I thought it was. Can you stop doing this? Because, uh, <laughs> fuck, wank, shit, and spew. Are you touching something? Yeah. I'm just, hang on. Right, okay, fine. Ready now. <clears throat> right. How's that sound? It sounds okay, as long as you're not touching the furry bit. Right, okay, just tell me when we'll start. We'll start. Okay, well, welcome. Uh, should we start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast uh, between now and whenever you want to turn it off. Um, and it's about, I have no fucking idea because getting a producer to do some stuff is very, very difficult. The only thing I can tell you is my, my uh, pile of change is uh, building up here in the studio every day I come in. I take out whatever change is in my pocket, usually from parking the car somewhere, and I'm building up a very nice pile of uh, silver coinage. Every time I see one of those little brass and silver ones, it looks like an old threepenny bit, which is now a pound, but only worth as much as the old threepenny bit. I pull them out. Got a few brass ones in there as well. Anyway, uh, so welcome to the programme. Here we are. Uh, of course, Brexit is now apparently delayed until May. And I thought we'd have given up talking about this ages and ages and ages ago, and it's driving me mad. Not only is it driving me mad, of course, uh, it's so easy to wind people up about it. And uh, it's kind of taking the uh, entertainment value out of it. Uh, and making it slightly more dangerous, it has to be said, because some people have no sense of humour about this on both sides. Um, I, you know, my uh, views are leaving the European Union's biggest cock-up this country's ever made, which has now been borne out by the fact that the politicians cannot sort it out, can't do anything about it. You've got a couple of dozen politicians making it difficult for everybody else. You've got a few prats marching from one end of the country to the other. Have you noticed them, by the way, in that march? They're all of a certain look, aren't they? Wet. I wouldn't go as far as saying wet. No, they're all the sort of they're all the sort of um, uh, they're the, you know they're the they're the ones who wear the uh, the Union Jack shorts when they go on holiday abroad. Uh, interesting and slightly older people, slightly older people, uh, some quite older people. Uh, there's a smattering of youngsters, but it's not representative of the country, and they all have pale faces, too. Pale pink faces, in fact, looking at some of the videos of the march. But I'm sorry. You know, in a world like the one we live in, 
trying to cut ourselves off from our nearest neighbours is just the most bizarre and ridiculous thing to do. Sure, I don't think the European Parliament is the the best ever. I don't think it's the uh, bastion of democratic leadership. In fact, I think it needs a good kick up the f***ing ass. to be honest with you. But there we are. Uh, we are where we are. And, um, uh, and we have to do something about it. I don't know what. I, I really don't know what, because uh, there are so many people in this country, including myself, confused about the whole issue. The only thing I know is that leaving and going and sitting is like saying, I'm not taking part, I'm going to sit in my room, I don't want to have a go. It's just it's bizarre. You know, we have to come, we have to be big enough to say, look, we might have made a mistake, uh, but then so have the people on the other side. We need to get together. Not everything the European Union stands for and wants to do is acceptable to the British, nor is it acceptable to the French, the Spanish, the the, the Germans, everybody else. And Britain, a lot of the 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 so-called Brexiteers, they get all very stuck up themselves, don't they, and puff themselves up. I think they think the word Brexiteer sounds like musketeer, and I think they think they're doing something marvellous. And I listen quite interestingly to my friend and colleague Julia Hartley-Brewer when she does her, her little monologues about it in her rather nasal accent. And uh, I think she's an intelligent woman and she's talking rubbish. Why? I mean, it, it, it's more the heart ruling the head on this basis, isn't it? We're British. So f***ing what? We're very lucky to be British, aren't we? You know, it's a lot better than being born in other parts of the, the world. But hang on, we're all human beings. So therefore, shouldn't we be trying to pull together to make every human being's life on the planet a little better? Wouldn't that be a good way of doing it? Well, just think about it. I mean, I've, I've got to the stage now where I'm getting to the point where I think if you're all too fucking stupid to see the solutions, then uh, why should I bother? I mean... There is no doubt that the politicians of this country couldn't f***ing organise a piss-up in a f***ing brewery, could they? You know, I've got friends who are MPs. Uh, They're not all horrible, bad people like we imagine, but they surely can't all get together and make decisions. The only answer, really, is not to leave it in the hands of those who... uh, who uh, pontificate more than others, like Jacob Rees-Mogg and my friend Nigel Farage, and uh, we've we've got uh, that Peter Bone. He talks a lot of bollocks, doesn't he? He's not, but he's quite funny. Um, and all all the others. I mean, you know, Ian Duncan Smith's a good bloke. I like him a lot. And there, Ian Duncan Smith and uh, and some of the people on the other side could come together, could actually come to some sort of arrangement. I don't think you ever come to an arrangement with people like Jacob Rees-Mogg. I really don't. And you'll notice, by the way, how quiet Boris Johnson has been. I think he thinks now that he's made a bit of a prat of himself. And if he ever has any pretensions to being a prime minister, he really should keep quiet and keep out of the way so people forget the buffoon that he is. Whether that will work, I don't know. The only thing that, uh, luckily, the only thing that's keeping the Conservatives in Parliament at the moment, is the fact that the leader of the Labour Party is an out-and-out pillock of the first f***ing order. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't sit in room with Chucka Amuna. Chucka Amuna, I, I know quite well, he's a really nice bloke. He's He's got the interests of the nation at heart, 
there are a lot of, of, of nice people on both sides of the political divide who want to do the best thing for this country. But then there are others who have got themselves so wound up in their views and then they'll tell you the views of the electorate. Well, a lot of people are just stupid. You ask a lot of people why they're voting to leave the European Union or to, to remain in the European Union. And, and quite frankly, their, uh, their, their reasons are fairly spurious. I have to say, uh, it's the side of those people who want to leave that get really quite outrageous. They, they come up with some of them. Well, we're going to be a sovereign nation. We're a sovereign nation anyway. I'm getting fed up with it. Look, if we leave, uh, we leave. It will f*** up the economy of this country for quite some considerable time uh, and probably mean lots of us won't be able to afford to go on foreign holidays. So, well, I don't really care. I, I've had a good time uh, being abroad a lot. I, I'm concerned about my kids. I'm concerned about their kids and their kids and their kids all the way down the line. That will cause problems. And I'm also concerned seriously about the stability of the planet. When you get countries that are not doing terribly well and are struggling and their neighbours are doing really well, uh, that is a recipe for conflict. And one of the things that uh, the European Union was set up to do was to bring peace and harmony to Europe after hundreds and hundreds of years of conflict between different European countries, France and England, Spain and England, Germany and England, or Britain, I should say. We forget all of this. And then people will say, Brexit will say, well, I'm fed up with putting all the money in. We put all the money in, hardly get anything out. And all those other flipping countries, they take, 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 take. Well, listen, better surely for us, one of the wealthiest nations in the world, even though we don't use the money wisely, we still have poor people in this country. Our health service is falling about. We don't have enough police officers. But by and large, wouldn't you rather live here than almost anywhere else? Yeah, so would I. But isn't it better to help countries that are struggling? You know, Greece is struggling, Italy is struggling, Spain is struggling. And a lot of these countries need our help. Better to help them uh, within the confines of a union than end up in a conflict because we don't want them having what we've got and they can f*** off. Which is what the attitude of a lot of Brexiteers is. It seems to be fairly straightforward. We just abandon this whole thing and make sure that we go into the next European elections with some decent, some decent, strong people standing for the European Parliament. I can't mention very many Europe MEPs. Stephen Wolfe, Nigel Farage, Claude Morez. And now I'm stuck. But, you know, there are lots of them and we don't know the names of most of them. So if we stayed in the European Union, then maybe what we need is people, strong people, who make sure that their voices are heard. And they are heard in the media the whole time. And we take an interest in what the European Parliament is doing and how it may or may not affect us. And of course, a lot of the rules and regulations apparently imposed by the European Parliament on us, which we, by the way, have all agreed to, certain countries, France not mentioning them, uh, and others, if it doesn't suit them, they don't take any notice of it. We, of course, in Britain, we stand in queues and we don't like to be rude to people, which what happens is we get all tense and very stressed. You know, if you go to Italy, they drive like maniacs and blow their horns all the time lean on their horns, yell at people driving through the streets and have huge amounts of pasta, but very little heart disease.
because they get the stress out of their system. And we Brits are fairly ainly retentive and we tend to build it all up. Now we've got ourselves into the situation we are. Deep breath, everybody. <sighs> Let's have a look at it from a different angle and maybe, maybe we can uh, talk sensibly about it. All right, talk sensibly about it. Is there really any point in rocking a boat that hasn't done us too badly over the last 40-odd years? And yeah, sure, there are things we need to improve. We, the British people, need to be more in charge. But let's not gloat about that with all our neighbours. Let's just do it surreptitiously and make everybody in the European Union happier, wealthier and more prosperous. Hmm? That's just a thought. I thought it was okay. So anyway, here we are. Goodness only knows what's going to happen because unfortunately, everybody keeps going on. Well, it's not democratic, is it, if we don't do it? It's not democratic if we don't actually allow people to change their minds. That is very undemocratic. In fact, not being able to change your mind in a democratic country actually smells a little bit like dictatorship. I can smell some of that coming down the line, can't you? No! 17 million people voted to leave and we must leave. Well, that was three years ago. Maybe some of them have changed their minds. Maybe we should just take a little temperature test of the nation and see how they feel. Well, they can't help, can it? If they still feel the same way, then so be it. But maybe people have changed their minds. And saying, no, you can't, when the politicians are changing their f***ing minds all the time, saying no to the British people, we can't ever go to say what we think, that ain't democratic. In fact, you know, I'm thinking perhaps I should stand as an MEP. How much did you get? About 120000 a year. Sorry, I'm just having a drink. What? Do you get free accommodation in Brussels? Yeah, expenses all over the place. Yeah, that's a good. And, and uh, for even if you've only done one term, uh, you will be entitled to a pension of about twelve hundred quid a month for the rest of your life. Do you actually have to know what you're talking about, or can you make it up while you're there? Well, it just seems to me they make it up while they're there. Oh, I'm in then. Can I? Can I be yeah. the uh, MEP for Wales? Well, you've got to stand to be elected. Oh. Would you be any good at doing the, you know, the the roaring speeches to the crowds and getting them wound up to vote for you? I could definitely wind them up, but I don't think people yeah. like me enough to vote for me. Well, you don't know. You have to try. I mean, can you name your local MEPs? We haven't got one. Yes, you have. Nah. Yeah, you have. Do you know who they are? No, of course not. Can you name any MEP for Wales? No. I couldn't even tell you who my MP is. Oh, that is appalling. That is absolutely appalling. Wow. You should be ashamed of yourself. If it's not the one that you voted, then there's no point being interested in it, is there? If it's not the one you voted for? Yeah. Well, how would you know? Well, it is. I know I know that the one I voted for didn't get in. What was the name of the one you voted for? I don't know that either. I look at the piece of paper when I go in and I go, uh, that one. Really? Yeah. Mm. So I'm one of the people that vote for the party, not the person. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, actually, that's probably, that's how politics is in this country, isn't it, really? You vote for the party, not the person. That's why we don't vote for a prime minister. So you wouldn't necessarily be voting for Jeremy Corbyn if you voted Labour, but unfortunately, he might get the job. <laughs> oh, dear. You couldn't make it up, could you? What a, what a ridiculous situation we've got ourselves in in this country. They're debating the pink tax today. The what? The pink tax. 
Why are we taxing pink? <laughs> we, we have been taxing pink. What are you talking about? I'm not familiar with this. Um, you know, when ladies go and buy um, deodorant, they pay more than men's deodorant. And Why? Razor, and razors. Why? Because it's pink. Uh, sorry, if I go and buy a lady's shave, which sometimes, you know, to shave my bits. Yeah. Is that more expensive than me just using my ordinary razors? Yeah, there's tax on it, but there's no tax on the men's. Do you know, I didn't know that. I mean, I I know there is a tax on sanitary wear. Yeah. um, Which I think is absolutely appalling and should have been done away with years ago. In fact, I I don't understand in the 21st century why we are doing that and how, how it hasn't been stopped. Why would why would we be putting a tax on something that is marketed for a lady? I really don't know. It just is. There's a reason for it, I'm sure. Somebody will tell us. Do you know I find that I find that quite despicable. That's why a lot of ladies wear links, uh, men's links rather than the women's links. What are you talking about? But it's cheaper. Men's deodorant and men's Oh. Well, you know, why wouldn't men's deodorant be more ex- And I often and you know because I wear a lot of makeup obviously in my job. And I prefer to use my own makeup than, you know, other people's. Uh, and, and to buy certain creams and, and makeups, it's very expensive. A little tub of cream as well for a lady could be up to 50 quid, more. But the men's equivalent, which will have the same chemical products in, will be mm. cheaper. Well, that's ridiculous. Who's doing this? Well, it's the pink tax. It's the government. Well, what, how do they get away with that? Well, they've just never removed it. They're going to talk about it today, I think. But they don't need to talk about it. Just remove it. Well, I'm sure they have to have a vote on it. Well, I'm going to do that on my radio show. Are you? Yeah, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah, this Saturday, I think I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing the Jeremy Carr show this Saturday on Talk Radio. Depends when you're listening to this. It might already have gone. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to do that. I'm, I've, I can't believe it. Yeah, my wife uses. Uh... Men's razors because they're cheaper, really cheap compared to the women's ones. Yeah. Well, I use the um, I use the uh, Gillette um, Super Duper. What's it? Ones the battery powered one. No, no, no. I don't like the battery powered. Useless. No. Uh, what is it? I can't remember what it's called. The, you know the sort of quadruple, triple bladed thing. Fusion. Fusion. That's right. Fusion. That's the one I use. They're good. I, I, they give me a very close and clean shave. This is not an advert. Round my beard. Why not? I, we have to say that it is or it isn't an advert. Do we? Yeah. Well, we'd like it, let's put it this way. We'd like it to be an advert, and if Gillette want to pay us for saying fusion, it gives you the shave of your life. That's not really a good phrase, though, is it? Why? We could take that one way or the other. Well, I don't understand that. Could give you the shave of your life. Yeah. How else would you take it? Well, it could be the last shave you ever did. You might nick yourself and then bleed out, and that's the end of you. Yeah, you've got to be very very careful when you shave your other, you know, the intimate parts of your body. I don't like hair anyway. I like to have it all off. The ball sack. I don't really like that kind of language. Oh, by the way. But if you nick it, it bleeds what? I, I bashed it again this week. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It, but it's okay. It's it's uh, it's it's back to how it should be. What is my toe? Oh, your toe! Right. Yeah, it's it's nice and pink again. But the sellotape did its trick. 
Yeah, and it had gone a bit black as well, which was worrying. It was very worrying, the black bit, but uh, the black bit has now gone back to pink. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, there we are. That's good. That's very good, isn't it? I don't think anybody gives a shit about your toe, to be quite honest, so I don't think there's any point in talking about it. Whether it's black or pink makes no difference, does it? I had loads of people concerned about my toe. Really? Mm. Well, if you started trying to make a bit more money for this uh, podcast thing that we do, then uh, we'd be better off, wouldn't we? I mean, have you sold any of my books? Actually, I've not sold one this week. Why not? Well, because there was a big sort of splurge on it the week before. Well, and do a splurge on it this week as well. Otherwise, there'll be no podcast. Mind you, I didn't put an advert out last week. Do you realise that my book is keeping this bloody thing going? It is. It's uh, under you know, one of the tables. I don't really see you putting very much into it. All you do is stick stamps on the envelopes. Uh, I have to put the book in the envelope. I have to type out the address. I have to stick the label on the uh, envelope. Actually, it's a padded envelope. It's a Jiffy number C41, I think. And then Jiffies I take... used to be condoms, didn't they? I've got some of your Jiffy condoms. Well, I wouldn't use them if I were you, because they must be about 20 years old. That's uh, very... <laughs> Very true. Uh, <laughs> it might be collector's items, actually. I, people who don't remember my uh, my television show in the 90s, we used to give away what we called late-night entertainment packs. And I had my own branded condoms. Rum-flavoured. They weren't all rum-flavoured, were they? No. The special edition oh. ones were rum-flavoured. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I haven't got... They came in nice little box, like cigarette boxes. Well, it came in... yeah. A condom box, basically. Yeah. I've forgotten all about those. Maybe I'll put a picture of your late-night entertainment pack on the uh, promo photo for the show. What a good idea. What a good idea. Now, uh, is it time for uh, for us to do something uh, more constructive, maybe a little technical uh, talk? Not that it's that interesting, to be honest with you, but still gives you something to do. Time for you to shine, maybe? I don't know. Uh, hey, did you see the um, the new comedy act, uh, Tuscan Junker? Oh, no. <laughs> I was watching a clip. I don't on... think I'm going to find... There's no humour in this at the moment. I don't know why you're making light of it. <laughs> I was watching a clip on the uh, the BBC News website before I we started. I think it's tasting very salty for some reason. What is tasting very salty? Something on my fingers. I'm not sure what it is. Um, making me drink water. Yeah, mm. drink plenty of water. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's safe. Well, whatever you've just consumed. <clears throat> well, the saltiness on my fingers. I don't know where your fingers have been, but uh, I wouldn't. I would have washed my hands first. Well, they haven't been anywhere that I can remember. Anyway, right, go on. The Tuscan Junker Show. Yeah. Hell is still empty. There's a special place in hell for some of these Brexiteers. Yeah, that was, I, yeah. I, was, I was laughing yeah. my head off. Yeah, no, I think, look, I mean, yeah, you know, we decided, no, we didn't. Some people, for some strange reason, decided, oh, we should leave the European Union. Uh, not realising that we have been part of the European Union and, and quite a large part of the European Union for the last 40-odd years. And to so say we're just going to leave... It's an, it, you can't just leave when you're part of that, when we're part of what you might have called the continent of Europe. Um, and not only that, when the referendum was given, nobody actually told everyone how it would affect other countries. Now, the 
Irish Republic is going to be appallingly affected if we crash out of the European Union. I mean, it, we are going to damage uh, the the uh, uh, the economy of Ireland immeasurably. And nobody discussed any of this before the referendum. It was in or out, and it's not actually... David Cameron, really, I every time I think about David Cameron, I begin to seethe. Seethe? Seethe. That's yeah. a good word. Yeah, I know. Anyway, listen, isn't it time for you to do your flipping uh, whatever? I wanted, uh, Before we do that, I, I just, um, I was uh, having a little look around Twitter and somebody put a picture out of this c- uh, who has, uh, you know, these people, these, these trophy hunters go out shooting and killing. Now, people know I, I shoot a bow and arrow. I practice field archery, but I do not. And it's illegal in this country to shoot animals with a bow and arrow and it should be everywhere. Um, uh, I don't like the idea of killing anything. I mean, if you perhaps had to defend yourself or you had to uh, get something to eat, maybe there is an argument for it. But, uh, you know, killing things, we don't even kill vile human beings. Uh, it For fun, killing things for fun appalls me. In fact, I'll come on to fox hunting in a moment, but first of all, there's this picture of this this bloke, I don't know whether he's an American or not, but he looked like an American, um, who uh, is filming, he's being filmed shooting a lion, yet the lion is fast asleep. So he shoots the lion whilst this poor animal is asleep. And obviously he hits the lion, the lion wakes up and then dies in, in abject agony, which these cunts continue to film, by the way. Uh, and then shake each other's hands and go over and look at what they've done. They haven't done anything. You know, um, it, it just, what, what these people need to be, oh, God, I, I'm sorry I get as bad as them. Um, just put them down. Just stick an, an injection in their arm. Put them down. They're not necessary. If you can get a kick out of killing another living being, then you are a sick fuck. Okay? Right, fox hunting. Um, we don't, hopefully, uh, chase after foxes. It's illegal in this country and kill them. Uh, but people do enjoy riding through the countryside. My wife used to. Uh, and sometimes riding after hounds. And I have no problem with that as long as animals are not being disturbed or killed. And in the, hopefully they're not. And sometimes these things get out of hand and hopefully then the people are, are dealt with. But I, when my wife was alive, had, had been on a, uh, just with her holding her horse, watching um, her on a, a number of drag hunts. The thing that used to annoy me intently were these people who purported to be animal lovers, you know, the uh, people from the uh, anti-cruel sports and all these other come along masked and filming everybody, trying to look intimidating and walking up behind horses. And I witnessed one guy walked up behind a horse and kicked it in the leg. Now, this might well be a rabble, but uh, I tell you, uh, well, no, I won't tell you, actually, I'll be in trouble myself. But uh, these people are scum. If you go up to, to uh, apparently to uh, save an animal's life, you don't go and start by frightening other animals or attacking them. And there were some people from, is it the League of Against Cruel Sports or something, trying to make something out of uh, a, f- a fox hunt coming off Jacob Reese Mogsland or something like that, who was involved, um, and, and showing videos. All you do is you make yourself look like prize fucking nutters, okay? 
you know, if you if you want to stop cruelty, and I think cruelty should be stopped, by the way, then start by trying to make sure that we bring back a dog license that actually people who are going to keep dogs in particular, and cats and all animals, are responsible people. And yeah, sure, keep an eye on people who are out there trying to kill things as well. Uh, for fun. One of the worst things I've ever seen are these hooray Henrys who leave their city jobs during the uh, shooting season and go off up onto the moors and shoot pheasants and grouse and everything else. So many, they shoot so many uh, that lots of them get wasted, which is a shame. Uh, lots of them are bred purely to be shot um, and and don't really have much luck. They Some of them just get into the air for the first time and then get shot and some of them get shot so that they die a fairly horrible death i wouldn't eat pheasant anymore grouse or anything like that because i've seen the way people do it uh most of these people are, are, are thick and fucking stupid go to drink and have a good time and forget that they're actually killing living things and not killing them very well by the way uh not killing them cleanly i have no time for that either in fact, I was I was driving through Yorkshire a few years ago, and there was this big fat pillock. I mean, really fat, uh, waddled into the middle with all his tweeds on and his uh, his shotgun over his arm. Put his hand up, his fat podgy fucking hand up. Said, "Stop, go stop. We're just coming across. We're shooting some birds." I said, "No, you're not. You're murdering them." I'd like to give these people a longbow and say, "Look, there's a stick in the ground over there. See if you can hit it. If you want to shoot at things." Why don't you try shooting at things properly rather than standing there in your stupid clothing, pointing a gun up, not knowing what you're doing and hoping a couple of the pellets coming out of the shotgun cartridge might bring the thing down. And then while the thing's on the, on the ground, it's, uh, it's suffering before the dog finds it and picks it up and then probably shakes it to death. Not that I blame the dog. That's what dogs do. I blame the human beings who are supposed to be superior. But mark my words, those people who get a kick out of hunting the hunters are just as bad. And I have seen some of these people do some appalling things to the dogs and to the horses involved in some of these hunts. And I find this despicable. And particularly now when the majority of people go on these hunts are not wanting and not expecting uh, any animals to get hurt. I mean, actually, if you drive a car ride a horse, a motorbike, a bicycle, even walking along the road, you're probably disturbing wildlife. Again, why don't we all try and get on a little better together? Hmm? Right, so you want me to do tech talk after that? Do you disagree with anything I've said? No, I agree with absolutely everything you said. If you want to go out shooting, clay pigeon shooting is the way forward. Exactly. Go and do that. Field archery, which is simulated hunting with a bone arrow, is lots of fun. Nothing gets hurt. And you can, uh, you can make yourself feel good if you uh, become a competent with a bow and arrow. It is a very difficult thing to do. Um, shooting a gun, well, that's dead easy, isn't it? And you might as well just play on a, on a screen. And if you, if you want to, oh, well, I go out and get some fresh air. Well, join a rambling club. Do a bit of golf. Yeah, play a bit of golf. That's exactly the same sort of thing, wandering around, hitting balls instead of trying to hit animals. Yeah, good idea. Uh, right, tech talk. Okay, right. Uh, the passwords of millions of Facebook users were accessible by 2,000 employees of Facebook. 600 million passwords were stored on their servers in plain text. So change your password, everybody, for Facebook. Right, okay. Um, have I changed mine? 
you, I assume you have. If you have, well, only if you tell me to, I do, and uh, well, then 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 I have. Well, I didn't tell you before. I'm telling you now. Change your password. Well, for goodness sake! Now I've got to think of a new word and remember it. It's just Facebook one two three. Is that what my password is? Well, that's what it was. But uh, we'll okay, well, let's change it to three two one. Don't let anybody know. Okay, Facebook three two one with a capital F. That'll confuse them. Mm-hmm. Uh, four men have been arrested in South Korea for sticking uh, webcams in hotel rooms. Did you hear that? Have you got one of those bottles with a lid? <clears throat> yeah, screwing it on. So uh, don't stay in hotels in uh, South Korea. Oh, why not? Because you might be filmed. Well, it might be right. Uh, the 5G rollout may be delayed in the UK if Huawei gets banned. If if what gets banned? Sorry, I mean I'm 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 just looking at some emails coming in to see if there's anything interesting. But go on, Huawei. That company that no one can pronounce properly. They, uh, they're they being banned all around the world because the, the country that they're from, China, obviously they think the uh, the government's uh, involved with them. Once they've installed all the 5G in the UK and America and Australia and etc., they'll be able to hack in at any point and turn everyone's phone off. The government, Chinese government, that is. Mm. I, I, look, I only use Apple. And if Apple stop f***ing about with their product, I will continue to use Apple. Apple have just launched some new iPads, but nobody cares. I think it's time I got a new iPad, is it or not? Well, uh, mine works all right. Oh, you've got the Air 2, that's good enough. All right, okay. I've got a little iPad mini, but I've had that so long, I just just use it for uh, taking pictures, really. It's a camera now. Just put it in the kitchen and use it as a cookbook. Well, that's a good idea. Or a chopping board. You can use them as a chopping board. Can you? Oh, yeah. I'll break it. No. Stuff on glass. Is it? All right. Okay. Give I'll it a go later. Yeah. yeah. As a cheese board. Might use it as a cheese board. There we go. And you can have, if you yeah, don't have certain idea. cheeses, you can have pictures of it in the background. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, hang on. Going back to this hotel with the cameras in, why are they cameras in there? What are they filming? Uh, some four people had uh, set up loads of cameras in the rooms and sold all the um, the footage on a, on a website of uh, nocturnal activities or daytime activities, depending how uh-huh. how you feel. Uh, but I, I, you might have got really ugly people who weren't very good at it. I mean, what, what, no one's wanting to see that. Well, when they uh, caught them, they, they'd raised a measly $6,000. They had 96 subscribers to their website. <laughs> Gosh, <clears throat> but they weren't doing very well, were they? That's no, advertising, isn't it? So uh... yeah, yeah, they should have got out and advertised here. <laughs> Hotel porn. <laughs> I don't know. Google launched Stadia. It's a it's a new um, games console that doesn't involve having a games console. Basically, you have the control in your hand, and the game console actually is in Google headquarters. And what you're seeing is just the video image. So you're watching a live stream of what you're playing over the internet. It's the new way forward, apparently. All right. Graphics are apparently uh, better than having your own mm-hmm. games console in your own ha- in your own house. So we're all going to get one of those. Not. No. No, I don't think I'll bother. Have you see, ever seen a, a film, uh, What Women Want? It's an old film now. What Women Want? It's not going to be one of those rude ones, is it? No, it's one when, uh, I think it was Mel Gibson. Um, he woke up one morning and he could hear the thoughts of women, so he used that to his advantage. So I oh, I remember, yeah. yeah. Well, they've just bought out the film What Men Want, I saw that, and uh, yeah, it's it's all right. It's funny in bits. And what about uh, A Star is Born? I haven't really seen that yet. I've seen the trailer. 
Uh, the songs are good, in it? Yeah. Are they the same as the ones in the original? No. The, the ones in this one are written by Gaga. 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 Lady to her friends. They don't call, call oh. her Lady, do they? Well, I don't know. That's her first name, Lady, and her second name's Gaga. Lady Gaga. How do you um, talk to Meatloaf? Do you call him Meat, or do you call him Mr. Loaf? I call him Meaty. Meaty? Yeah. My mate Meaty. Have you met him? Yeah, several times. Yeah. Not for a long time, I have to admit. In fact, when I first met him, he'd lost all that weight. Some oh, yeah. years ago. It was quite a long time ago. That was after he lost his voice. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't heard of him for quite some time, have you? He became more an actor towards the end. Uh, well, I say towards the end. <laughs> I'm not, he's still around, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he's, I'll Google him yeah. now, just in case. Hang on, a meat yeah. loaf. Meat loaf, they'll probably give you a recipe. Uh, he's 71 years old. He's still alive. Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. Right, I think it's probably time for uh, questions for the whale now because uh, I, I really, I'm having the rest of the day off, so I'm uh, going to walk the dogs. I think I might even cut the grass today. Really? Yeah. Can't you? Oh, easy meatloaf video. Easy meatloaf video on how to make meatloaf yeah, in four all, easy steps. Allrecipes.com. There's an advert for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> Don't forget, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can by uh, emailing us at uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Haven't you got a gardener? No, why? Well, I would have thought, of, you know, you're always working. How would you find the time to do the garden? Well, I'm not working today, apart from doing this. Okay. If you can call this work. Well, it's, it's, it's unpaid. Yeah. So I don't have a cleaner, right? Let's get over this, and I don't have a gardener. Well, maybe you should get one that does both. I can't afford one. I've got a dog sitter. That's more important, I suppose. Yeah. Can your dog sitter do any uh, gardening? No, I have to take the dog to, or the dogs, to the dog sitter when I'm working. Right. Well, it's not going to work then, is it? No. You can't garden remotely. No, and it's, it's therapeutic, so I'm going to go and do a bit of grass cutting and strim a bit, maybe. Colin Watkins. Hello, Colin. What type of merc do you have? None of your business. He's only asking. You know, so. Yeah, I know, but, you know, that's, um, that's, uh, that's fairly... Um, that's, uh, let's just say it's 21 years old this year. Have they scrapped the uh, free tax for uh, old cars? It's not old enough to get the free tax. <clears throat> I know it has to have its MOT, and I haven't had time to get it over there. Uh, I've driven it since Christmas, so I probably need to charge it up. Uh, but I will tell you, it's a soft top. It's a soft top. Right. Mm. Uh, Ruby Aldrich Logan. Uh, my question for you this week is, are you okay? Yeah, that's very kind of you, Ruby. I think so. Yeah, I'm all right. Just, you know, as all right as anybody can be. Yeah. In these... Dark and difficult times that we face. Uh, Julie M. Davis. Uh, do you think Theresa May is really on the side of the people of this country? Julie M. Davis. Yeah, I actually do. I think I think most politicians are. I think uh, uh, they do what they do because they think it is probably best for the country. Uh, but I think you also have to be prepared in that situation to listen to your critics as well. And unfortunately, if 
the will of this country and the majority of this country, which I still find it difficult to believe at this time, three years on, after everything we now know about extricating ourselves from the European Union, I'm still not convinced it is the will of the majority or anywhere near the majority of the people of this country. Uh, they are shouted down continually by some very loud-mouthed people who, for some reason, don't seem to like us being connected anywhere else and go on about sovereignty, go on about our borders, our money, our laws, uh, none of which really makes sense if you drill down into the reality of it. But back to your question, yes, I think Theresa May is in a very difficult position. I think she's trying to do uh, the best she can without much help. I do feel a bit sorry for her. I don't think she's as tough as Margaret Thatcher, which is a shame. If I don't think she's very tough at all. Um, and I think probably whoever was the leader of the country at the moment would still be in the same situation. Because leaving is, is, is it's, you know, nobody expected Britain to do this. And again, I think it was a loud minority, but I, I'm, I'm, I'll be convinced if the people have another say because the politicians can't work it out. But we had a vote and the will of the people. You can't turn down the will of the people. It's a kick in the face to democracy. Well, no, it's not, you see, because in democracy, you are allowed to change your mind. Anyway, carrying on. Uh, Jackie Gant. Jackie. Uh, uh, do I do my GoFundMe story with the local paper to help me get treatment from a journalistic point of view? Will it help me get more funding so I can achieve a better quality of life as my condition is incurable? <clears throat> uh, well, Jackie, I presume what you mean is, do you go and get some, uh, some, some publicity for your uh, funding? And my answer would be yes, it, because the more publicity you get, the more people can read about what you're going through and uh, more people who read about it more people will help yep. okay go on uh daniel severn oh not again do we have to have him every week well he's he's uh, he's one of the few listeners yeah but every fucking week <laughs> it's just you know he's taking part that's what counts oh god uh is it just i don't like the name yeah he needs to take out the r it's a Daniel I don't like. My son's called Daniel. You haven't got a son. What do you mean? Oh, yes, you have. Oh, of course, yeah. Old man, young wife. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, dear. Is it possible... Why is your son called Daniel? Um, it was, it was one of the only Ds that I knew. You should have called him James. That would have been a lot better for him. Yes. Okay, I should have called him James. Yeah, poor chap. Fancy being stuck with Daniel. He's going to get called Dan a lot of the time now. Dan the man. Dan, Dan the... Well, anyway, yeah. I'm just thinking about he's older, I'll get him a van and then call him Dan with a van. And he's always got a yeah. job for life then, hasn't he? Yeah. Okay, well, there we are. All right. Uh, what does Seven want? Severn wants uh, to know, is it possible for the human race to uh, peacefully live together? Well, hopefully it will eventually, otherwise the human race will die out, not from the contamination of the planet, but just from the fact they argue all the time. Uh, Rob James. What, what, what was the one before him? I'll get back to him in a minute. I'm just trying, oh, okay. I'm rearranging it to uh, suit my own um, reading about it. All right. It. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob James. Yep. Are vegan markets worth a butcher's? Depends whether you like uh, vegetables or not. 
Uh, Andrew Bunn. Yeah. Uh, should all MPs hold their heads in shame for what they're doing to this country? Um, I think the system should probably hold its head in shame. Uh, the system that uh, allows us to uh, run ourselves into a, a clearly uh, impossible position where nobody has a majority, really, in the House of Commons. Uh, maybe we need to look at proportional representation or some other form of democracy. Because first past the post is not really democratic because first past the post often means that the majority didn't go that way. I was just reading the next one. It's a few paragraphs long. Maybe I should read the questions and you do the answers. Well, then I'll have nothing to do. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll do the answers. Well, go on, then you read the next one, then, Judith. Uh, should mediumship and clairvoyance be regulated? I personally am sick of the frauds ripping off the vulnerable and mentally ill, often charging hundreds of pounds, for courses and certificates that amount to nothing. Um, well, I don't really know how you can actually regulate people who are talking bollocks. So um, I'm sorry if, if people are taken in. I mean, if you're taken in, look, the same thing about religion. People are taken in by religion. They believe people rise from the dead. You know, if you can prove it to me, I'd be very happy to see the proof. Uh, I've interviewed hundreds of clairvoyants over my life, from from the very famous like um, Doris Stokes and, uh, and Doris Collins and various people like that, right up to the the sort of uh, stage entertainers like uh, Derek Cora and loads in between. Uh, and basically, they are. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be charitable. I think perhaps they hear voices and they think they're from dead people. But there really is not very much scientific evidence that that is right. Look, you, your your soul, your brain, your whatever makes you think that bit of you which is untangible may go to a different realm. But I don't, I, I, I don't even know if you'd know that you were there, if you see what I mean. And this whole idea they're all living somewhere else and, and you know, with uh, fields of green and streams going on. I don't, I don't really see how you can regulate them. Just tell people, look, it, 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 you know, it's, it's like going to your church or your mosque or your synagogue, isn't it? I mean, and then and people tell you all these stories and, and gullible people take them all in. It's the same thing, isn't it? They are actually slightly regulated. Are they? Yeah, you can't be a um, medium or a clairvoyant certainly from sort of making money out of it without stating that it's for entertainment purposes only. You have to actually say that on all advertising and business cards, etc. It's for entertainment purposes only. Yes, yeah, so if you go to a Sally Morgan show, <clears throat> in yeah. small print on the bottom, it says this show is for entertainment only. I don't think she likes me. I, um, I, uh, <coughs> I have had dinner, not dinner with her, but she was at a dinner I was at. And uh, I expressed my views, of course, quite rationally, as you know. I don't think she was very keen. Yeah, I went to a theatre, did a theatre show with uh, with Paul, and uh, the theatre was telling us all the things that they have to do in order for her to put on a show. And uh, I can't say because I don't want to get sued. Mm. She's very litigious. Very litigious, yeah. But, uh, mm. yeah, there's a lot of um, things going on in the background. Well, I'm sure with all, but... Um... But it's easy. To, you ever see me? I do a spoof one. Very convincing. Yeah. 
and um, and and for some reason, sometimes I pick out a name comes into my head, and I say, "I've got, I've got a Roger here. <laughs> I've got, a, I've, I've got a Roger." Has any, anybody here got a connection with Roger? Roger, J, J, Ro- It's very, it's, it, it, it's difficult because it's, it, it's a little misty. I'm not getting a clear vision, but I've, I've, Roger wants to contact somebody who's here today. Has got a message for somebody. Oh, for goodness sake! I'm sorry, I can't get. Can anybody help me, Roger, J, J? It could be Jeff. I don't know. Ro- it's, it sounds like Rogers. Give me, give me a help here somewhere. I've got an uncle Reg. Does that help? Yeah. Oh, yes. Hang on, Reg. Yes, Reg, he's got a message for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, he wants me to tell you this. Come a bit closer. He wants me to whisper this in your ear. Okay. Well, Are you listening? Yeah, yeah. F*** off. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually moved my head towards the microphone. <laughs> As I was doing I was thinking, how was I going to... I've got cans in my head. <laughs> I can't get any closer. <laughs> oh, dear, right. Anyway, Judith, uh, an interesting question. Go on. Uh, Mark Powell, who on earth... Is there left for us to vote in a general election? Um, who has any uh, credibility? Nobody, really. Um, there are a couple of people I think who make good prime ministers, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Julie Moore-Dale. Mm-hmm. Uh, vegan uprising. Is it just a fad? Or are people really seriously thinking about animal welfare? I think a lot of people are thinking about animal welfare. Um, I really do. And I think, you know, we eat so much meat. Now, I eat meat... I was thinking of going to the butchers today and getting myself a really big, juicy steak to cook tonight. Is it Friday today? Yeah. Or hog roast day in the in the uh, market town? Yeah. I'll go down. Um, but yeah, I do, and I hope people are because you know we kill too many animals and we probably eat too much meat. Yeah. It's definitely a fad in veganery. People just do it yeah. for the statuses on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you know I think it, it it's become a little bit. Yeah, it'll die out before long. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, made a, I made a joke I didn't mean to. All right, uh, any more? Isabel Colgate, the heir to the Colgate uh, empire. Oh, yeah. Uh, if money were no object, what sort of car would you love to own? And who, past or present... Forget that bit, that's, that's not really interesting. Do you oh, know any racing car yeah, drivers? She wants to know about a driver's uh, a racing... I'm not really up on racing drivers, so I don't really know. I think I'm better than most of them, though. Um, and if money was no object, what car would I like to own? I think, do you know, I think top of the range, uh, Range Rover Sport. I'd like to go on one of those new Volvo Pulse, Pulse R2s, is it? I don't know. If that's a new all-electric Volvo, it's quite nice. Yeah. Well, they're bringing out an electric, aren't they? An electric uh, Range Rover as well. Um, but until uh, I, I, Range Rovers are really nice cars, I like them. People say, "Well, what about Bentley sports car or something?" I don't know. It's a, I, no, no. I, I, I think driving some Rolls Royce. No, no, I don't really want one of those. I, and if Isabel is offering because she's heir to the Colgate fortune, I, I just you know the the Range Rover Volar, Volar. which is slightly smaller Range Rover, right? I don't know. Have it. you seen that? No, Where I the don't. door handles sink back into the body. I quite like that as well. I'd, I wouldn't mind one of those. If you were going to have a Rolls Royce, you'd have a driver, wouldn't you? Well, I don't. I yeah, I suppose you would, wouldn't you? You wouldn't drive it yourself, would you? You wouldn't go out. And... Well, I'd want to. 
Yeah, yeah, I'd want to. Not all the time, though. Yeah. But I'm quite happy with my little sports car that's 20 years old. But um, oh, somebody sent me a message. Uh, okay. Um, anyway, just my uh, Vodafone bill is online. <laughs> <laughs> that's handy. Yeah. Right, let's get on with this, because uh, I've got to go and do some stuff. Okay, uh, Darren Moss. Yeah? Uh, what's the average IQ of a Corbynista? Uh, not really sure it measures. Whatever the age of a, you know, the IQ of a 16-year-old is, I would imagine. Okay. Uh, James Clark. Mm. What is your view on diving? Uh, it's fun if you want to do it. Surely it's always going to be downwards. Oh. And is it into water? Is it into muff? Muff diving? What's that? I don't know. I've just heard the term. I'm, I'm really not sure what it is. I'll Google it. James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs> 